0: Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I am your reader today. Well, today is Friday, the 10th of December, the sixth day of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. And since it is Friday, this will be our usual weekend episode where we read for both friday and shabbat this week our parasha is called va'ikash which means he drew near and today's reading will be genesis 46:28 through 47:10 before we begin our readings let's take a moment to bless god and thank him for his word blessed are you lord our god king of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then he sent Yehuda before him to Yosef to show the way before him to Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. Yosef prepared his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen. He presented himself to him and fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. Israel said to Yosef, Now let me die, since I have seen your face, that you are still alive. Yosef said to his brothers and to his father's house, I will go up and speak with Pharaoh and will tell him, My brothers and my father's house, who were in the land of Canaan, have come to me. These men are shepherds, for they have been keepers of livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. It will happen when Pharaoh summons you and will say, What is your occupation? That you shall say, Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth even until now, both we and our fathers, that you may dwell in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. Then Yosef went in and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brothers, with their flocks, their herds, and all that they own, have come out of the land of Canaan. And behold, they are in the land of Goshen. From among his brothers he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and our father. They also said to Pharaoh, We have come to live as foreigners in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. Now, therefore, please let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. Pharaoh spoke to Yosef, saying, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Make your father and your brothers dwell in the best of the land. Let them dwell in the land of Goshen. And if you know any able men among them, then put them in charge of my livestock." Yosef brought in Yaakov, his father, and set him before Pharaoh, and Yaakov blessed Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Yaakov, How old are you? Yaakov said to Pharaoh, The years of my pilgrimage are one hundred thirty years. The days of the years of my life have been few and evil. They have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage." and Yaakov blessed Pharaoh and went out from the presence of Pharaoh That was Genesis 46:28 through 47:10 And today our portion from the prophets is 1st Samuel 24 David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of Engedi And it came to pass, when Shaul had returned from following the Philistines, that he was told, Behold, David is in the wilderness of En Gedi. Then Shaul took three thousand chosen men out of all Israel, and went to seek David and his men on the rocks of the wild goats. And he came to the sheepfolds by the way, where there was a cave, and Shaul went in to relieve himself. Now David and his men were staying in the innermost parts of the cave. David's men said to him, Behold, this is the day of which the Lord has said to you, Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand, and you shall do to him as it shall seem good to you. Then David arose and cut off the skirt of Shaul's robe secretly. Afterward, David's heart struck him, Because he had cut off Shaul's skirt, he said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my Lord, the anointed of the Lord, to stretch out my hand against him, since he is the anointed of the Lord. So David persuaded his men with these words and did not allow them to rise against Shaul. And Shaul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. Now afterward, David arose and went out of the cave and cried after Shaul, saying, My lord, the king. When Shaul looked behind him, David bowed with his face to the earth and showed respect. And David said to Shaul, Why do you listen to men's words, saying, Behold, David seeks seeks to harm you. Behold, today your eyes have seen how the Lord had delivered you today into my hand in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you and I said, I will not stretch out my hand against my Lord, for he is the anointed of the Lord. Now, my father, behold, yes, see the skirt of your robe in my hand. For in that I cut off the skirt of your robe and did not kill you, Know and see that there is neither evil nor transgression in my hand, and I have not sinned against you, though you hunt for my life to take it. May the Lord judge between me and you, and may the Lord avenge me of you, but my hand will not be on you. As the proverb of the ancient says, Out of the wicked comes wickedness, but my hand will not be against you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom do you pursue? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord therefore judge and give sentence between me and you and see and plead my cause and deliver me out of your hand. It came to pass when David had finished speaking these words to Shaul that Shaul said, Is that your voice, my son David? Shaul lifted up his voice and wept. He said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have done good to me, whereas I have done evil to you. You have declared today how you have dealt with me, because when the Lord had delivered me up into your hand, you did not kill me. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him go away unharmed? Therefore, may the Lord reward you for that which you have done to me today. Now behold, I know that you will surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hand. Swear now, therefore, to me by the Lord, that you will not cut off my offspring after me, and that you will not destroy my name out of my father's house. David swore to Shaul, and Shaul went home. But David and his men went up to the stronghold. That was 1 Samuel 24. Today, our portion from the writings is Psalm 64. For the chief musician, a psalm by David Hear my voice, God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the conspiracy of the wicked from the noisy crowd of the ones doing evil, who sharpen their tongue like a sword and aim their arrows, deadly words, to shoot innocent men from ambushes, to shoot at them suddenly and fearlessly. They encourage themselves in their evil plans. They talk about laying snares secretly. They say, who will see them? They plot injustice, saying, We have made a perfect plan. Surely, man's mind and heart are cunning, but God will shoot at them. They will be suddenly struck down with an arrow. Their own tongues shall ruin them. All who see them will shake their heads. All mankind shall be afraid. They shall declare the work of God and shall wisely ponder what he has done. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall take refuge in him. All the upright in heart shall praise him. That was Psalm 64. Our next portion today is from the Apostles, and it is Mark fifteen twenty-five through 47. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the superscription of his accusation was written over him, the king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right hand and one on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, He was counted with transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Ha! You who destroyed the temple and built it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross." Likewise also, the chief Kohanim mocking among themselves with the Torah teachers, saying, He saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, now come down from the cross, that we may see and believe him. Those who were crucified with him also insulted him. And when the sixth hour had come, There was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Yeshua cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of those who stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he is calling Eliyahu. And one ran, and filling a sponge full of vinegar, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let him be, let us see whether Eliahu comes to take him down. And Yeshua cried out with a loud voice, and gave up the spirit. And the parochet of the temple was torn in two, from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion, who stood by opposite him, saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. There were also women watching from afar, among whom were both Miriam of Migdal and Miriam the mother of Jacob the younger and of Joseph and Salome, who when he was in Galilee followed him and served him, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. And when evening had now come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before Shabbat, Yosef of Arimathea, a a prominent council member, who also himself was looking for the kingdom of God, came. He boldly went in to Pilate and asked for the body of Yeshua. Pilate marveled if he were already dead and summoned the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead long. And when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph, and he bought a linen cloth, and taking him down, wound him in the linen cloth, and laid him in a tomb, which had been cut out of a rock. And he rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Miriam and Migdal, of Migdal, and Miriam, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. That was Mark 15, verses 25 through 47. If you are reading through the apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 2 Corinthians 5 today also. Well, that wraps up our readings for Friday, so let's take a look at our readings for tomorrow for Shabbat. The Torah portion we'll be wrapping up is called Vayigash this week. And so the last and final portion, the Aliyah, is Genesis forty-seven, eleven 11 through 27. Yosef placed his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. Yosef provided his father, his brothers, and all of his father's household with bread, according to the sizes of the families. There was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine." Yosef gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the grain which they brought. and Yosef brought the money into Pharaoh's house. When the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Yosef and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For our money fails. Yosef said, Give me your livestock, and I will give you food for your livestock, if your money is gone. They brought their livestock to Yosef, and Yosef gave them bread in exchange for the horses, and for the flocks, and for the herds, and for the donkeys. And he fed them with bread in exchange for all their livestock for that year. When that year was ended, they came to him the second year and said to him, We will not hide from my Lord how our money is all spent, and the herds of livestock are my Lord's. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but our bodies and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants to Pharaoh. Give us seed that we may live and not die, and that the land will not be desolate." So Yosef bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for every man of the Egyptians sold his field, because the famine was severe on them, and the land became Pharaoh's. As for the people, he moved them to the cities from one end of the border of Egypt even to the other end of it. Only he did not buy the land of the priests, for the priests had a portion from Pharaoh and ate their portion which Pharaoh gave them. That is why they did not sell their land. Then Yosef said to the people, Behold, I have bought you and your land today for Pharaoh. Behold, here is seed for you, and you shall sow the land. It will happen at the harvests that you shall give a fifth to Pharaoh, and four parts will be your own. For the seed of the field, for your food for them of your households, and for food for your little ones. They said, You have saved our lives. Let us find favor in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. Joseph made it a statute, a court concerning the land of Egypt to this day, that Pharaoh should have the fifth. Only the land of the priests alone did not become Pharaoh's. Israel lived in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they got themselves possessions therein, and were fruitful and multiplied exceedingly. That was Genesis forty-seven, eleven through twenty-seven. This Shabbat's Haftarah portion is Ezekiel thirty-seven, fifteen through twenty-eight. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, You, son of man, take one stick and write on it for Yehuda, and for the sons of Israel his companions. Then take another stick and write on it for Yosef, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel his companions. Then join them for yourself to one another into one stick that they may become one in your hand. When the children of your people speak to you, saying, Will you not show us what you mean by these? Tell them, This is what the Lord, the Lord, says. Behold, I will take the stick of Yosef, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribes of Israel his companions, and I will put them with it, with the stick of Yehuda, and make them one stick, and they will be one in my hand. The sticks on which you write will be in your hand before their eyes. Say to them, This is what the Lord the Lord says. Behold, I will take the sons of Israel from among the nations where they have gone and will gather them on every side and bring them into their own land. I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel. One king will be king to them all. They will no longer be two nations, and will no longer be divided into two kingdoms. They will not defile themselves any more with their idols, nor with their detestable things, nor with any of their transgressions. But I will save them out of all their dwelling places in which they have sinned, and will cleanse them. So they will be my people, and I will be their God." My servant David will be king over them, and they all will have one shepherd. And they will also walk in my ordinances, and observe my statutes, and do them. They will dwell in the land which I have given to Yaakov my servant, in which your fathers lived. And they will dwell therein, they and their children, and their children's children forever. And David my servant will be their prince forever." Moreover, I will make a covenant of shalom with them, it will be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them, multiply them, and will set my sanctuary among them forevermore. My tent also will be with them, I will be their God, and they will be my people, and the nations will know that I am the Lord who sanctifies Israel, when my sanctuary is among them forevermore. That was Ezekiel thirty-seven, fifteen through twenty-eight, and our final portion for this Shabbat and this week is Acts three, eleven through twenty-six. And as the layman who was healed held on to Peter and Yohanan, all the people ran together to them on the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, You men of Israel, why do you marvel at this man? Why do you fasten your eyes on us, as though by our own power or godliness we had made him walk? The God of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Yeshua, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had determined to release him. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, to which we are witnesses. And by faith in his name, his name has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which is through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know that you did this in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But the things which God announced by the mouth of all his prophets, that Messiah should suffer, thus he thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, so that there may come times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Messiah Yeshua, who was ordained for, for you before whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God spoke long ago by the mouth of his holy prophets. For Moshe indeed said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up a prophet for you from among your brothers like me. You shall listen to him in all things, whatever he says to you. It will be that every soul that will not listen to that prophet will be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Shmuel and those who followed after, as many as have spoken, they also told of these days. You are the children of the prophets, and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Avraham, All the families of the earth will be blessed through your offspring. God, having raised up his son Yeshua, sent him to you first to bless you, in turning away every one of you from your wickedness. That was Acts 3, 11 through 26, and it concludes our readings for this week. Thanks so much for following along with us, and I want to thank you for your patience and understanding as if we've had some late uploads this week and even some confusion about which days who is reading and um yeah that's caused some problems but hopefully we'll get into a better routine and swing of things as we um, head out of the holidays and start you know just hunkering down into normal routine again And we do love having all of you with us as we read through the scriptures this year. And we're so thankful to be able to be honored and privileged to be reading for you and to be a blessing as you guys go about your lives all across the world, wherever you live. And so from us here in Jerusalem, we wish you our heartfelt Shabbat Shalom.